Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 2117, The Greatest Risk to My Retirement Goal, part two, by Craig Stevens of retirebeforedad.com. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. Today's post is actually a continuation from yesterday. So if you're new here, it'd be best to listen to yesterday's episode first. But if you're all caught up, let's hear part two and continue optimizing your life. The Greatest Risk to My Retirement Goal, Part 2, by Craig Stevens of retirebeforedad.com. Looking at today's numbers. Our son is now three years old. We started his 529 plan the month we returned home from the hospital. Our daughter was born about a week after I started this blog. I researched 529 savings plans extensively for both of them and wrote a detailed Virginia 529 review which continues to be the preeminent Virginia-specific 529 review on the internet. The conclusion I came to is that the tax benefit given by the state outweighs everything else. So if your state offers a plan with tax benefits, it's likely the best choice for you, even if it's not a perfect plan. We contribute $300 per month per kid to a few index stock funds. I'm planning to keep the money aggressively invested in stocks until we're within five to six years of the college years before getting more conservative. The current balance on the two 529 college savings accounts combined is about $19,000. That would pay for almost one year of in-state tuition and expenses. We have a long way to go to cover the other seven years of school, not to mention tuition inflation. At this rate, if we continue to invest $300 per month on top of what's already there, compounding at 8%, I estimate we'll have about $150,000 by the time my son is ready for school and $141,000 for my daughter when she starts. But is that enough? Forecasting the cost of college in 2030. I recently created a new spreadsheet to model what the cost of college will be for my kids starting in the year 2030. Again, the input variables can be overly complicated, so I tried my best to keep it simple. Estimating the cost of college 15 years out is not an exact science. There's plenty of online calculators out there, but I particularly like this one called the world's simplest college cost calculator. Now, while today we're committing to pay for our children's college education, we have to make some assumptions in order to narrow the target amount of savings we'll need. 
were committing to four years of undergraduate studies, including tuition and expenses. For now, I'm also limiting my model to in-state tuition. Private colleges are outrageously priced. Unless we're substantially wealthier by the time school starts, I'll strongly discourage a low ROI private college. The one exception may be certain Ivy League or other prestigious schools. The probability of any kid getting into those schools is low, but you never know. I've also made the assumption that my kids will not get any scholarships or government assistance. In my model, I looked at the cost of room and board for the top five largest in-state universities. Their websites openly disclose the yearly cost of enrollment and living expenses. I averaged the school's total cost per year. For the 2014 to 2015 academic year, that amounted to $23,500. Similar cost estimates online were in the 20 to 25,000 range. Next, I estimated a range of tuition inflation escalators. I used 3% as a low inflation rate and 7% at the higher end. I then calculated the low and high cost for one and four years of college. Rounding things, I estimate four years of my son's college education will cost roughly $221,000. For my daughter, $233,000. That tells me I'll need roughly $454,000 saved up by 2030 or so. The world's simplest college calculator gave me values of $191,000 for my son and $203,000 for my daughter, for a total of $394,000. For an estimate this far out, I'm more comfortable using the higher estimated number from my spreadsheet. Based on what I estimate will save for my son, we're forecasted to be about $40,000 to $70,000 short of the needed funds to pay all four years of school. For my daughter, we're about 62 to 92,000 short. Now again, these are very rough estimates. Any change to a variable alters the numbers by tens of thousands of dollars. For example, if I change the rate of return on investments to 10%, the shortage just about disappears for my son and halves it for my daughter. The key is to continue updating these estimates on a yearly basis. Each year we get closer to freshman year, the numbers become more reliable on both the savings and cost estimates. I can always increase the amount I'm saving each month too. In fact, I'm considering this right now to take advantage of the many years of compounding ahead. However, I can always access money for tuition from other places when it's time to foot the bill. In a post I wrote about the Roth IRA and early retirement, I suggested this as a possible source to pay for college because contributions can be withdrawn at any time without penalty. I could also sell investments to cover the shortage or perhaps cash flow the balance with investment income. I don't intend to use debt to pay for college, but borrowing via a home equity line of credit would be a last resort. Paying for the balance with cash flow or selling investments may actually be ideal. What I definitely don't want is to oversave in tax-advantaged accounts and have to pay a penalty for withdrawing unused savings. However, if I oversave for my son in tax-advantaged savings, I can transfer unused portions to my daughter's account. One last thing affecting my retirement goal. The reason I went over the college savings numbers recently is because we'll need to be adding 50% to our current monthly savings and forecasts. In non-financial terms, we're expecting a third child. I figured I'd save this announcement for those that read the whole article. As much as I like to make detailed spreadsheets for all major financial decisions in our lives, 
This one was a decision we made without any consideration of the cost. While you can put a cost on raising a child in college, there's no way to estimate the profound impact of welcoming another person into the world. Kids come with a price tag, but ultimately they're priceless. If my retirement goal is delayed because we had another child, so be it. You just listened to part two of the post titled The Greatest Risk to My Retirement Goal by Craig Stevens of retirebeforedad.com. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I've found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there. And keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. On the one side, there are clearly tons of benefits to getting an education. But on the other side, for many, the ROI for that college degree just isn't there. If you're going to school to be a lawyer or a doctor, you're fairly certain that you'll enjoy it and actually use your degree, and there's a very clear return on investment that can justify the cost, that makes sense to me. But looking at some of the stats around how this actually pans out for people is concerning. According to Mark Kantrowitz, who wrote the book titled Who Graduates from College, Who Doesn't? Less than half of college students graduate on time. Even after six years, less than 60% of students at four-year colleges have earned a bachelor's degree. The track record for community college is even worse, with less than 20% of community college students earning an associate's degree or certificate. I believe this demonstrates how many people take on the cost of school with the best of intentions, but for likely a variety of reasons, it doesn't work out as they hoped. Maybe life circumstances caused them to drop out or they realized that their area of study just wasn't a good fit. And according to an analysis of U.S. Census, Bureau of Labor Statistics, and National Center for Educational Statistics data for the years 1980 to 2019 by Georgetown University researchers, College costs have increased by 169% over the past four decades, while earnings for workers between the ages of 22 and 27 
have increased by just 19%. It makes logical sense that a degree will lead to a higher paying job to justify the cost of that degree. But many people graduate from school and are met with the harsh reality of stagnating wages. Furthermore, a finder.com survey found that nearly 40% of people who earn a college degree have doubts it was worth it. Of this group, 40% say it's because they aren't using their degree, and 28% say it's because they can't find a job in their field. Many things we decide to do have terrible odds. Marriage has a 50% chance of divorce, and the overwhelming majority of entrepreneurs fail. It doesn't mean you shouldn't get married, start a business, or go to college but I do think we should enter into these decisions with eyes wide open and continually question our assumptions. And that's another episode of Optimal Finance Daily in the books. Thank you for your support and for listening every day. Have a great rest of your day and I'll catch you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.